Part 1. Cape Cod Dreaming. Chapter 1. Mad Adventure, Anyone? Charlotte was having a difficult time focusing in Ms. O'Reilly's first-period social studies class. She had to keep pretending there was a big red sign in front of her blinking, Pay Attention! This was unusual for her, because social studies involved one of her favorite topics, the adventures of famous people in history. Charlotte figured whoever had thought of teaching such a thing should get a prize or something. But how on earth was she supposed to pay attention to Ms. O'Reilly when her mind was on a different kind of adventure? The surprise adventure that she and Nick and Chelsea had been planning for weeks. The adventure she was supposed to announce to the class in five minutes. Charlotte heard Ms. O'Reilly introducing an important research project. The type of thing that would have normally set Charlotte's mind worrying in anticipation. An oral report on a historical figure who was a Massachusetts native. I don't want this to be just another research paper, Ms. O'Reilly explained. I want you to pick a person who means something to you and write about how he or she has left a mark on history. Charlotte wasn't quite sure who to pick. She loved to write. So perhaps someone like Louisa May Alcott or Henry David Thoreau. Thoreau was one of the first environmentalists in the country and wrote about the beauty of nature at Walden Pond, one of Charlotte's favorite places to go swimming with the Beacon Street girls. And An Old-Fashioned Girl by Louisa May Alcott was one of her favorite books. Or maybe she'd pick Benjamin Franklin. He was born in Boston, but then ran off to Philadelphia, where he became a statesman, inventor, publisher, and signer of the Declaration of Independence. He also thought the national bird should be a turkey. That's such a hoot. Or gobble, she thought, chuckling. Charlotte really hoped they'd see some wild turkeys on the adventure she had planned. The big, goofy-looking birds traveled in flocks and acted like they weren't afraid of anything— even coyotes. Charlotte glanced over at Maeve, who seemed transfixed by something on her computer screen. Charlotte strained to see, and then had to bite her lip to keep from laughing out loud. The sparkly redhead had typed her name, followed by a selection of names from the Hollywood Yellow Pages. Maeve Kaplan Taylor Blackstone. Maeve Plume. Mrs. Ontario Plume. Blackstone and Plume were the biggest names in movies right now, with their award-winning series of pirate movies. Charlotte turned around, expecting Avery to be staring longingly out the window at a group of eighth-graders playing kickball outside. But to Charlotte's surprise, Avery's hand was madly waving in the air, and she was pleading, "'Ooh, ooh, Miss O'Reilly, right here!' Miss O'Reilly smiled. "'Yes, Avery?' Can I do Tom Brady? Isabel, sitting at the desk next to Charlotte, gave her a sly grin and mouthed, Big surprise. Avery was the total sports nut of the BSG. Miss O'Reilly looked pained. Well, the assignment is to do historical figures from Massachusetts. I'm just not sure the Patriots' star quarterback is exactly... Quick as a whip, Avery smartly replied, well, Tom Brady will go down in sports history as being the quarterback responsible for two Patriots Super Bowl victories. He's history in the making. Am I right, people? 
Dylan Johnson and some of the boys gave Avery approving cheers and high fives. I'll tell you what, Avery. If you can come up with some more compelling arguments, then we will see, Ms. O'Reilly offered. Does anyone else have any suggestions? Of course Betsy Fitzgerald's hand shot into the air. Charlotte and Isabel had to stare ahead to keep from rolling their eyes at each other. Betsy was famous at Abigail Adams Junior High, and not in the way Tom Brady was famous. Betsy had a knack for sounding like a complete know-it-all every time she opened her mouth in class. While Charlotte and Isabel both liked Betsy, she was a little hard to take sometimes.